So welcome to Three Old People Talk About K-Pop. One of our most favourite episodes to record, I must say. I think if you are a massive K-Pop fan, you might be insulted by the lack of our depth of knowledge. But we are enthusiastic and we come in open-minded. And that is in part thanks to our special guest, Reggie C. Crawford, who is a podcaster, um, an audio engineer, a DJ, a voice artist, an all-round great guy. And he wanted to talk about K-pop because his daughter's got him into it and he's now become a big fan. And he really wanted us to emphasize to you guys that even though he's picked BTS as overrated, he's a really big fan and he's part of the army, okay? So don't hit him up on social media. I hope you enjoy getting into K-pop as much as we did for the first time and see you on the other side. Oh, hang on. Yeah, what are we calling this podcast? <laughs> Was it over-underrated? Over-underrated. Welcome to the latest episode of Over Underrated with Fran and Babs. How are we today, Fran? Um, I was at the dentist today. Okay. Oh, exciting. And they told me that I suck and I have to go to the hygienist for the first time in my oh, entire life. Is this what happens when you hit your so, 40s? <laughs> I'm having a, a, a Pepsi Max cherry to say fuck <laughs> you to the dentist industry for the last time. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but have you been listening to some good music at least to get over this uh new yeah new happening for you yeah like some of my bands have started to release albums into the world i think british sea power have an album out on friday but i have been listening to a lot of the psychedelic furs yes you mentioned this too much too much of the psychedelic furs how much is and too much the play uh uh, when you're literally tracking down every single interview you can find of Richard Butler on YouTube, that's too much. <laughs> it's too much. Um, they're playing at the Royal Albert Hall in a couple of months, so that'd be awesome. But I, I've now left the world of the Psychedelic like, Furs. I can push them away for another five years and then hopefully jump into British Sea Power on Friday. How about yourself? Um, so I rediscovered today a band I've known about for quite a few years. There's a Dutch band called Indian Arskin. And they have a song called Asshole Down, which is very catchy. The chorus is, I'm going to take that asshole down. And it's, you know, I've not had the easiest week this week. So it's been quite satisfying to just listen to that over and over again. <laughs> Who is the asshole they're talking it's about? It's not very clear. Like, I don't think it is, you know, someone in a relationship. It's just a generic bad guy. Um, but that's it. That's the beauty of it. It's so generic. You can apply it to, to any situation. And we've all got assholes in our life. I've got, I've got a dentist. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Res, do you have a current asshole in your life? What a way to bring in our special guest. This <laughs> is how we bring in all our guests. Because we're not, we're not be all alone today. We, we, we have a special guest. Is it Reggie C. Charleston or no? Is it Reggie C. Crawford or Reggie Crawford? What do you prefer, Reggie? Uh, whatever you. Want. Okay, well, I think it doesn't matter. Our special guest, Reggie C's Reggie fine. C. Crawford. Reggie. Welcome, Reggie. Or, or, or Reggie C. Reggie. Or just Reggie. Reggie C. Reggie C. Crawford. Reggie Crawford. Like an MC, you have many aliases. And uh... Well, when I was on the air, when I was on the air, my on air name was just Reggie C, mm -hmm. which is very uh, original. Uh, so uh, so that's what a lot of people would call me. But Reggie or Reg is fine. Excellent. You don't have to first name, last name me. It's, it's <laughs> Very okay. good. And have you been listening to any particular kind of music this week, Reggie? Uh, man, I am so, like, my musical tastes are just, like, so eclectic. Like, I'm I'm all over the place. I was just looking. You, you guys were talking. I was, because I make my own mixes as well. And, um, but I, I refer to them 
as the name of the mixes are called chaos chaos mega mix volume whatever because i like i'm such a spazoid like especially in my brain like i i it's very rare that I'm I'm like, okay, all I want to listen to is rock right now. All I want to listen to right now is hip hop. All I want to listen to is is pop. Like I I like everything and I like to keep it mixed. My brain, I get very bored very easily, apparently. So my mixes reflect that. So stuff that you might not I mean, we might go from a country song into a hip hop song, you know, if it if it if it blends, you know, and, and so that's interesting. My mixes are very eclectic. I think I think yeah. I'm almost the opposite. Like I have a I would say an eclectic music taste, but for me, I focus on something and then that's all I want to listen to. And it might only be for, I don't know, like 20 minutes, but it's like, if, you know, if I'm really in the mood for chilled music, if a hard rock song comes on, it really puts me off and then, and then I'm very annoyed. So yeah, I definitely have, have moods. What about you, Fran? It's quite rare these days because Spotify and the radio like to pigeonhole things. So it's quite hard to find like a completely eclectic mist i guess it's only if you listen to like the best songs of the year then you might hear other genres but if you listen to like the most like radio stations they kind of be you know similar they're gonna be playing a similar sort of formula aren't they so um yeah i i was bizarrely listening to songs from 2002 today for some reason oh that is fun when you pick like a a decade or a time period and just have a, a nostalgia fest but um but yeah so reggie how do you make these chaos mixes then how do you draw on 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 all these different genres so it's funny. I, I was just looking at the last one. I, did, I think this is the last one. I'm on volume 10, 20, 30, 5, 6. Is that, is that right? I put them in Roman numerals, so I got to like. <laughs> I love how niche this is. This no, is I'm brilliant. on XL right now. <laughs> yeah, XL. What is that, 39? Uh, so, but just looking at, so some of the songs that were in that mix. Uh, so Blackpink, but then I've got. I think I counted one time. There was like seven. I think I got the most seven different languages. Nice in a mix because I like stuff from everywhere. Like I don't care what it is. If it, if I can vibe, if it vibes with me on some sort of level, then I you know I like. It. I don't care what you're it is. on the so, right podcast, Reggie. Uh, yeah. we feel exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so like, it's got Blackpink. It's got some. Um, uh, how do how would I say that name? <laughs> Kahani, so some some stuff from Bollywood. Oh, wow! <laughs> I got uh, Omari on from like early two thousands. Eminem kicks it off. David Cook. Uh, there's BTS in there. There's Dr. Dre. There's NCT. There's EXO. There's Rick Ross. <laughs> there's Sean wow. Paul. So it's like it's just like all over. Oh no, there's uh, Journeys in there as well. So yeah, can you imagine mixing Journeys? Don't stop believing, yeah, Reggie. So. That's that's what we say. Exactly. But exactly. T- we're gonna focus on one one theme. I hope you can handle this, uh, Reggie. That you know we're not going all over the place, obviously. <laughs> but today's theme is K-pop. So I met Reggie uh, when I guested on his podcast, and when we talked about him coming on the podcast, we talked about genres. And if I understand correctly, Reggie, your daughter's really got you into k-pop and there was a video that changed everything for you so yeah why, why have you come on to talk about k-pop today yeah f- uh, and first of all to to everyone who's listening because um i'm, I'm really scared especially with the, <laughs> with the with the with the with the with the band that's listed as overrated i'm i'm really scared don't worry about it Reggie. <laughs> we you know just because we're saying they're overrated doesn't mean we're saying they're bad you know it's just that they're very famous yeah. and do they deserve the fame so don't worry we will protect you from the army don't worry Imagine if we had Taylor Swift as overrated, we would be crucified, literally. Oh, man. Well, to, okay, full full disclosure, um, 
for this podcast, um, I had to come up with something because y'all don't know, but like Babs is gangster, man. She's like, you better come up with something over it. See, I'm like, I, so full disclosure, BTS, I have them listed as overrated, but I, I don't. No, really that's fine. Like you're defending them. I, I really you're, like. You're them defending them as being overrated. That's that's. Yeah, exactly. Hey, there yeah. you go. Thank you. Thank okay. you. Okay. Yeah, everybody hear that? I'm defending <laughs> BTS as being overrated. Okay, so don't at me. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, but they um they they have been into Korean popular culture for a long time, especially music wise. But you know, K dramas and stuff like that, and and we we all watch the some of the K dramas and stuff. I, I do too. I enjoy. See. Um, uh, Korean I don't screen. think we do this is I, I feel like this is more of an American thing that it's it k-dramas are breaking out from just Korean people because I see quite a few American comedians I would say tweeting about it and maybe Fran um the comedian Evelyn Mock who is a, a Swedish mm -hmm. comedian but of Chinese origin um so yeah I would say it's not as mainstream yet in in the UK what are we on about like a tv show or because obviously yeah. it could be tv could feel. be okay. movie yeah yeah, obviously there's, so. there's a new like zombie thing on Netflix, isn't there? Yes, which has had quite a lot of success, hasn't it? It's broken new records mm -hmm. again. But no, I think uh, yeah. would that be a K drama? I, I feel like it's more like the the Mexican telenovelas, you know, the the soap operas. It's 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 more like Just that, right? Like uh, yeah, it's it's okay. I, yeah, yeah. I'm Portuguese. We have telenovelas I'll... as well. I can I can lump it in. Um, yeah, I think we kind of lump it all into the same. Uh, category if it's if it's korean language it's a k-drama you know so um but is like, that also like, because of parasite being a success as well um no because this is but this is before that um okay. like it, it, it people are just kind of discovering it for for things like uh i can't even you just referenced the show on netflix i can't even think of what it is now um so that's exposing people and and getting people opening people's eyes to this uh this genre that's always been it's always been there you just never paid attention to it so um so they so anyway well i guess i say we all i guess everybody in my house like we all will sit down and you know watch some um uh, a k-drama or something like that now as far as k-pop which is just korean pop music popular music um which i again gets lumped into i guess all the genres get lumped into the same mm -hmm. pop category it seems like so they would listen to it uh, probably 10 years ago and i i didn't i the stuff that i was hearing i didn't like i mean it was just it was just like mediocre like just whatever pop music that you would hear anywhere else just in a different language i was like yeah you know it's not really nah <laughs> i don't like it it's not doing anything for me um and then i would always make fun of them and i you know i'd be walking by and they'd be watching something on tv and i'd be like wow there's so many like how many members are is is there in, in this group like man there's like a million of them there's too many people in this group you know uh it's just stuff like that i used to it used to drive them crazy and then and then what opened my eyes and this is goes back to uh i just built my my home studio computer and i was just setting stuff up at home for the first time and i had i was setting up my speakers and everything and so one of my daughters, I think daughter number two, comes in there and is like, she pulls this, this up on SoundCloud. This is like, I don't know, 2015, 2016. She pulls this song up on, on SoundCloud by this artist called J-Hope. And the song was called One Verse. And so like from when that, that the, the, the beat first dropped, it's like, dun, 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 dun. And I was like, whoa, 
whoa, <laughs> you know, and then he goes into his his his, his rap, his hip hop mm-hmm. song, and he starts along, J-Ho, nah, nah, hit him. And I was like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is K-pop? Like, where, why haven't y'all been listening to this all this time? Like, so then I was like, because obviously there's hip hop in the Korean language. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I just never paid attention to it. I never heard them play anything other than, you know, bubblegum mm-hmm. mediocrity is what I would refer to it. Just for me, you know, like, you like what you like, whatever, who cares? But for me, I didn't really like it. So then I was in the speakers were like bumping and I was just like, yo, who is this? And they're like, yeah, this is guy. He's a guy from BTS. And I was like, okay. Hooked. All right. I see. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I was like, okay. All right. No, no, you cheat. I, I see. All right. I don't know. <laughs> so I got to work. Uh, I think it was like the next week or week after whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, let me let me check out. She said they said BTS. And I looked it up. And then that exposed me to some other stuff, which we'll get into. So. Yeah. I, but but that that song, J, uh, J-Hope, one verse. That was the catalyst that opened my eyes to K-pop. This is the thing. I okay, we'll get into it when we talk about BTS, but I had no idea they'd been going for for as long as they had because yeah, I'm I'm quite a novice to K-pop. You know, if someone asked me, okay, who do you know in K-pop? I know BTS and Blackpink. I know Jenny and Jungho. That's that's it from kind of just being on the internet, not looking at anything else. And I remember at university, I don't know if you had this as well, friend. There were some people who were into K-pop and J-pop, but it seemed like a very, very niche interest. And it seemed to be, you know, people who were into the the culture, you know, you had to be into the culture to kind of like that. So mm. um, yeah, very, very specific. But what's been refreshing to see is that it's now, you know, a global force to be reckoned with. And seemingly people don't care that it's in a language that they don't understand in an alphabet that they can't read because uh, yeah, it's now one of the biggest music markets in the world i think on wikipedia it said that in 2020 experienced 44.8 percent growth so yeah it's 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 quite it's quite incredible um and i I think my my prejudice is coming in was that it feels like a bit of a machine right like as in it, it feels like something very organized and ordered and they churn these these people out and i didn't really know much about the music and like you i presumed it would be kind of syrupy pop but yeah the songs you've picked are very diverse it's very sophisticated pop wasn't expecting it to be that sophisticated i was expecting good production but i wasn't expecting hip hop i wasn't expecting them to be as interesting as uh, as it was so so yeah i'm excited to get into it how about you fran i mean i knew nothing about k pop or j pop mm-hmm. i know occasionally on myspace someone would have like some angular hair <laughs> I would mention J-pop alongside some manga films, like you said, but I never knew, I never had a reference or never had a song attached to it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the first time I knew K-pop was Gang Yang style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was what, 2012? Apparently, or... yeah. Yeah, and apparently K-pop hate it because it's not real K-pop and it's kind of mocking yeah. a lot of the K-pop people. Um, and then I remember like there's a chat show in the UK called the, the Graham Norton Show. And I think... They introduce a band called BTS with like a, a billion members. And I was like, "What is this?" And I, and instantly thought, "Oh, that that'll be a fad. I don't need to know this." <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it turns out I couldn't not know BTS because suddenly, you know, Dynamite was played out of every speaker in the whole of the UK. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, Coldplay, who are a band you know I grew up loving, and now duetting with BTS, which shows how far they have gone. Mm-hmm. And as per usual, I watched the K-pop documentary. Ah, yes, this morning. and it's, I've learned everything you ever want to know about the world of K-pop. Yeah. Was anyone was remember it Boa? 
And actually, it was really interesting. Um, although it, yeah, like I said, it does sort of show it is a machine. Mm. You know, like yeah. I'm surprised that Simon Cowell would have loved being in control of uh, this genre because you know he likes to to completely control an artist and a lot of these bands are completely controlled from the age of 11 they go to um they literally have like like a, like a like football mm-hmm. you know they get someone from, at age 11 and then teach them how to speak how to dance change their diet change their mannerisms mm-hmm. completely train them for like years and they may not even release a song until they're like 18 wow. and then some of them just you know would just leave after being in training for, for six years it's really really odd and you know i thought it's quite apt that for bands coming from the korean capital that they are kind of soulless. oh lovely lovely pun <laughs> that's my awful dad pun of the day thank you very much but yeah i had never heard of uh the other band we're going to talk about mm-hmm. at all me neither so yeah I, so yeah my, i literally knew two bts songs and um, gang style. <laughs> <laughs> so this has opened my eyes massively to a new world. Well, and you and and you were saying um, how the, it's very much a machine. That was I'd heard that too, like mm-hmm. early on, and that was one of the things that I that that I didn't like about it either. So I was like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's I'm manufactured, etc., etc. You know, et yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, uh, you know, but. Whatever, I got over it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, again, you know, Apparently. I'm repeating myself, but I just, I wasn't expecting the pop to be so good. Like, it's extremely, yeah. extremely sophisticated. I mean, um, and and, I've, and it's clearly drawing, you know, maybe it is a bit of a tick box exercise because some of the songs it's drawing on so many different genres and you feel like, okay, it's drawing on all the trendy genres of the moment, but for the most, I, I think it works. The reason why the pop music has to be complicated, they mentioned this because it had in the documentary it had two um, Western songwriters, one from America, one from the UK, who came over and had to write a song a day. A song a day, and they're told, yeah, yeah, and they said it's really different because they can't have a basic song because there's so many members. They have to have constant changing. You have to have like a high section, a low section, a rap section. So it has to be really, really intense. So like, and one of the producers says, all song pop it has to have strong rhythm, a diverse singing, and aggressive track to dance to. That's the template for all K-pop, mm-hmm. which is why these bands you know, sound like that. Like, there's no like, you know, acoustic guitar under somebody singing, a one one guy harmonising. Yeah. They all have to have, you know, a, a part for each member of the band, which means there's going to be, you know. That, that's what's interesting because when I think about British pop specifically, maybe American pop as well, Reggie, mm. you can tell me, you know, a lot of it is so much more basic, you know, having just recorded for the S pod thing podcast again and looking at S club seven, where, you know, it's kind of one person leading everyone vaguely harmonizing in the back, everyone doing the same dance routine. You look at this and you're like this, you know, what on earth? And S club seven were a band who were really controlled because they had this TV show and, mm. uh, and all this other stuff as well. So it's just like, wow, this is, this is what can be achieved when you put in the money and the time. <laughs> Definitely. But are we thinking about, you know, S club seven might've been you know, the start of K-pop. <laughs> the British K-pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Reggie, you mentioned it before, but you, you've picked an absolute juggernaut as the overrated band, but doesn't mean that you're calling them overrated. We're just yeah. discussing why they are so famous. So tell us, who are your overrated acts? Who is your overrated I, act? I, I, lo- <laughs> I love your choice of words. You're very diplomatic. <laughs> so everybody in BTS Army, please don't at me because I like BTS. I really mm-hmm. do. And personally, I don't think they're overrated. Okay. However... Uh, as I just said, BTS is uh, 
is my choice. Um, and as we get get through some of the songs that I that I have on the playlist, um, I'll, I'll break down to you really the the reason that that the it's really really one reason <laughs> why I came up with them. But okay, so here's here's the deal. Like I am not a huge K-pop stan fan. I would say no <laughs> to use the modern parlance. Definitely yeah. <laughs> not a stan. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a fan of the music, but I like I don't go deep like that. Like I. Like if I hear them playing something, I'll shazam it and you know pull it down later, and uh, throw it in one of my mixes because I share my mixes with them and and then so they'll be like oh you know I used to do that like especially early on I didn't want them to know that I was like listening to <laughs> <laughs> to, to K-pop so I would like just I would shazam it and like uh, like okay and I'll pull it down later and then I'd slap it in a mix and then so they'd just be listening to the mix and be like oh. Where did he, how did he know about this song? Like where, you know, just some, a, a K-pop song would just pop in the mix uh, in some random spot. But I don't, so I don't know a lot of different groups. Um, the most of the ones that I do, like, I only know like maybe one song or, or two songs. Like I, I might know like a, a, like one song from like a Monster X or, or Red Velvet or, or, or Chung Ha or something like that or Vix. I only know like maybe one or two songs that I've come across that I like. And but I don't like go deep mm -hmm. like some fans really do. Mm -hmm. um, so I I couldn't when you wanted five songs I'm like oh, I don't. There's not a whole ton of groups that I dislike enough or think feel this way about enough mm -hmm. to do that with. However, this one group because of Samsung mm -hmm. has made me hate this one song. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm like okay so I guess I'll throw them in there because they're super popular and everybody's gonna know who I'm talking about if I put that in there. But I, I I don't personally think that BTS. Is but I think they are. They're just overexposed. They're, they're the most successful band at the moment, no. So I think it's an absolutely fair yeah. fair pick in that respect. So yeah. which song? Yeah. Which song is is uh, with Samsung? Uh, so I don't know what it was about YouTube and Samsung that I was getting hit with this ad, but it was for one of their phones, um, and it was uh, Butter. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? One of their yeah, one of their new songs, and I just. <laughs> I was like, I, I got, I, oh, I'm. Well, but for, so, Fran, you I'm, said that it was dynamite. I was being right? terrorized. That, that was terrorizing the British. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I guess, you know, Samsung is Korean, isn't it? So it's a perfect fit for them. Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Well, I was like, I'm like, why are you, I'm being terrorized. Like it, so, and I ended up like, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not going to buy a Samsung phone just <laughs> for the stupid ads that you keep hitting me with every time I try to watch a, a YouTube video. I don't know why they were targeting me. This is like hate crime. <laughs> like, why are you targeting me with these ads? Like every ad. So I, I I've never in, I've never listened to the whole song of Butter. I've never listened oh, to the okay. whole song. I can't, I don't want to. <laughs> so... Can you feel my passion? <laughs> Definitely, we can feel the passion. I feel <laughs> more about butter later. <laughs> more about butter later, yeah. indeed. Soft, softer, cooler, harder, whatever the tagline is. Um, <laughs> I feel very similar with film posters because, you know, I used to live in London and there actually you have quite a diverse choice of what the film posters are. You're on the underground, you're in the street. But now that I live in Belgium, I feel like when I see film posters, it's the same films all the time. And, you know, the more I see it, the more I'm like, well, I'm not going to watch this film if they're going to if they're going to force me but um but yeah so i said to fran before the recording that i watched a video on how to pronounce all seven of bts's names so here goes guys i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best so we've got jin sugar j-hope rm chi mean we and jonghu okay so they are the septet 
Very good. And uh, the BTS used to stand for this, I'm going to mispronounce, Bangtan Sonayodan, which means bulletproof Boy Scouts, which according to J-Hope means it's the, it reflects the group's desire to block up the stereotypes, criticisms and expectations that aim on adolescents like bullets. However, in 2017, they also said that their name would mean beyond the scene as part of their new brand identity. So there we go, the, the machine mm. in action. And yeah, I'm going to shout out to my downstairs neighbor, Koku, because she uh, got really into BTS in the first pandemic and sent me lots and lots of music videos uh, of theirs, of which I saw one or two. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is OK. But, you know, it didn't really click with me. And yeah, when I told her I was doing this today, she was like, you've got to watch this. You've got to watch that. And yeah, they, they, they're absolutely huge, especially, you know, if you look at the US. So they're the first Korean group to receive a certification from the Recording Industry Association of America. They're the first Korean act to top the US Billboard 100. They're one of the few groups since the Beatles to earn four US number one albums, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, I knew them a little bit. I knew that they were, you know, good looking boys who knew how to dance and that's that's great, but their music hadn't really gelled with me up to this point. I knew, you know, one of the songs on this playlist and uh, they did a song with Charlie XCX, who I, I quite like Charlie XCX. They did a song called Dream Glow, but it's it's not exactly earth shaking. So I was curious to see what you were going to pick, Reggie, and, and what it was going to be like. So it's, well, it's it's quite interesting, isn't it? So back in like in the eighties, um, well, may, well in the in the in the Asian market, obviously, like bands who did well in like Asian Korea would be the kind of the weird looking Western people. So for example, Duran Duran or Japan, because they were, I guess, not ever seeing men in makeup before or long hair. So they got really into that, like this mystique-looking artist, and now they've kind of, you know, sold us that sort of thing. Because, you know, K-pop doesn't look anything like a lot of Western bands. Like, you look at One Direction, you know, they're not wearing makeup, they haven't got the cool hair, they haven't got the suits, they're not even doing dance routines mm-hmm. anymore. So Everyone's very why... pretty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you, so you can see why it's like, oh, wow, this is, everyone looks completely different to what we're used to, we're used to mm-hmm. seeing. This is exciting. So you can see why it's selling so well to... um and also with social media being such a thing they're perfect for social media every single one of those one of those guys is instantly an instagram model mm-hmm. aren't they they've got the cheekbones they've got everything so you can see why the kids are going to love k-pop it's uh, it's going to make well it has made millions and you can see why but um my, my main struggle because i don't know the band enough i can't work out who is singing each mm-hmm. part because I don't know. So but this is the thing. I think it's work that you have to put in because in one. So mm. just just to yes. say up top. So Reggie provided videos alongside the, uh, almost all of the songs, dance practice mm. videos with the bands, which made it really interesting. And the way I did it was I first listened to the song without the video to not be influenced and then and then watched it with the video to see if that would change my mind. And some of them had like high new members of the army. Right. This is this is who's who. And they'd say like, you know, uh, he's wearing a, you know, a black hat. The other one. It, it was really it's really sweet because it's like clearly they they want to they want to help out so there's one guy who's got quite a deep rap vocal he stands out i don't know which, which person i have that no is. idea <laughs> i don't i don't Anyone? know if, it, if, if it's i'm hoping it's rm because he used to be called the rap monster so i hope it's him <laughs> but yeah but, but when they're singing they all they all have a similar tone mm-hmm. don't they it's very hard to sort of work mm-hmm. out you know and i, I watched a live video and i was well, confused about how many people were actually singing because when you hear the hear it on the radio, it just sounds like two vo- two, two vocals. Mm. But when it's even live, like every second verse is a different person oh, singing. Right, okay, yeah, interesting. So, but, but see, the, the fandom will help you because if you go on YouTube for each song, like one of the songs I provided was that they they will color code yes uh, everything yeah, and they will tell you 
with the picture of who's singing what with the lyrics translated into different languages as well. So there's plenty of assistance out there. For yes, you well. I learned the word Romanized today because when you when you look at, you know, X lyrics in English, you know, they will also provide the, the Korean lyrics written in the, the Roman alphabet. I, I guess I hadn't really noticed that before. But to be fair, you know, um, Babs, when Blazing Squad were out there, did we know? Did we know who was singing its lyric? Blazing Squad, Reggie, who I think you are very unlikely to know, was a a British <laughs> rap group with what something like nine members, I would guess. But Maybe, but with yeah. that, again, there's there was one clear leader, Kenzie. But like, you know, there, there's one clear leader, and then everyone else is just fodder. Uh, waving, yeah, the waving the background, wearing wearing <laughs> Whereas, yeah, I think it's fodder. it's interesting that you say, Fran, that they, you know, it's very deliberate to give airtime to everyone. I think because you know as mm. well that with boy bands, everyone has their favorites. So you know, making sure that they're they're all in the spotlight. And and it's merchandise. So like on, in that documentary, the guy said, K-pop have learnt how to sell merchandise because obviously CDs are mm-hmm. dead how they're going to make music how, and literally because they've got like eight members mm-hmm. they have eight versions of mm-hmm. everything so therefore they sell eight times mm-hmm. the amount of, of music and merchandise that another band would so it's very cynical yeah yeah, yeah but it works. works but it works and yeah I think broadly the the music's good overrated But yeah, Reggie, do you want to get us started? What's the what's the first song on your BTS playlist? Okay, well let's let's go. So I, I talked about one hope, which didn't. I mean, one verse from J Hope, which was the catalyst to opening my eyes. So that led to, like I said, I went to YouTube and I was like, okay, let me let me look up BTS, and it, it popped up. Bape say a song in English called Silver Spoon. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it was the dance practice. Mm-hmm. So I was like. Okay, and I, I checked it out, and I'm like, oh man, this is this is great. This is another song that the beat was just hitting. I love the the melody and the music, and then watching them dance, and they were just it was so lighthearted. They were just having fun, just being silly, and I was like, man, this is I really like this. And then over on the side led me to one of the songs on the in, in the other list, which we'll get to. Uh, but it was it's basically three songs that kicked it all off for me, and and so Silver Spoon was. Uh, a big one on that. Um, and they love Spoons because uh, one of the other songs also talks about Spoons. But yeah. Can we, can we have that as the uh, the trailer? <laughs> what, BTS loves Spoons? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Clip that out, cut it in. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, so I... This was, this was one of the songs where I was like, oh, like, this is edgy hip-hop. I wasn't yeah. expecting that. And actually, again, it, this was one I think from, from your list that was the most complex. It took me a while to get into and I wasn't sure whether I liked it. Um, but on, on second listen, I was like, no, no, this this is good. I just I just need to kind of get into it. And watching the the video, uh, I really enjoyed this YouTube comment which said, everyone is talking about how unique the choreography is, but no one is talking about the message of the song, how silver spoons, the stars who are in the industry because of nepotism or money, and they're going further with no talent. And I was like, you know, it is it is a machine, but it is a machine with an edge. And I mean, yeah, we, we can talk about the politics of the K-Army as well. You know, they, they did lots of stuff relating to kind of buying up tickets to drum, Donald Trump rallies to make sure that it would be empty and, and stuff like that and supporting <laughs> Black Lives Matters. But yeah, I, I really I, I thought in this video they're having a great time that apart from there's a guy with a face mask under his chin I don't I don't think he is don't you know looking at the different videos I think I think there is a difference and with BTS videos the earlier ones definitely feel kind of a bit more innocent I kind of like how they're less slick 
Um, this one's 2018, so so it's a bit different. But yeah, I I, I quite enjoyed this. Well, song. that 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 was uh, that was I think that was actually 2016. Ah, okay. When that one came out, so the, the, that video might not have come out. They might not have posted it until then. But ah, okay. Yeah, that was that was very early. There we go. Yeah. So I watched the um, the live performance of this track because I wanted to see if they did the dance routines whilst performing. Mm-hmm. And they don't at all. Uh, during this, one of the members has, has a sit down for, <laughs> for half that. for half of the song, and then he gets up and starts singing. Um, so yeah, because I thought they surely can't be this energetic for an entire concert, can they? Because when they do their videos, like it's full on dancing. So you know, I thought they're either going to mime or they they have to perform. And I think they've chosen to perform like to properly sing and properly rap and like do a Britney Spears and mime on stage while whilst doing her live concerts. But um, music, uh, the actual song, this felt more hip-hop than others. Um, I know they're fans of 90s hip-hop, and mm-hmm. we did a Puff Daddy um, episode recently, and it does sound a bit like does, P. Diddy yeah. in the production. It does. Um, it's a lot more attitude. I enjoy the deep rhythms. And is it Shang Shang? Sex the <laughs> sailor? I don't know. So the thing is, I, I did not even think about looking at the lyrics in, in Korean. So it's confusing because it, some, it, it drops so many random English um, lines in. It, yeah. it, throws, it constantly throws, doesn't it? Like, oh, what? Yeah, yeah I mean, there's there's a famous actor that they mentioned in, in, in the other band where I was like, is that what they're actually saying? Or is that what my brain is thinking? And then I, had, I was like, no, that, that they, they are talking about Bruce Lee. Um, but yeah, the, the lyrics that I put together that I enjoyed were at, at a part-time job, it's all for experience. At school, there's the teachers, my superiors use violence. In the media, they go on about the generation that's given up, change the rules, change chains, change, change. The ones that came before us want to, want to maintain. We can't do that. Bang, bang. So, you know, it is, it is with attitude. Uh, but again, yeah. I think that's very nice. I think it's nice that there's a social con conscience but you can't help but feel cynical about it really because it still is it still is a machine coming up with these lyrics i imagine reggie do your daughters prefer the english uh tracks or are they happy to to hear no english at all in, in there yeah no they uh they are really big on the authenticity mm-hmm. and uh even like with k-dramas and stuff or or even with like japanese like they they love anime and stuff like that they will not watch the dubs unless you have no choice. That's correct. They want the yeah, and they I, I and they will subtitle all day. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And they went to um, they went to CBTS uh, a couple of years ago before all the madness happened um in in New Jersey over here in the U.S. And uh, I think they were um, I think they danced most of the time, but I think sometimes you know, like you said, it's a lot of energy. So they they uh have other dancers as well there too because you can't sing and do all that at the same time the choreography is so Mm. complex like in all of these videos i think i wrote on one of them like oh they're slacking a bit here and i'm like my god what am i comparing this to like calm down barbara (laughs) no one else does this so uh i think like it's it's crazy what is interesting is is how long are they going to be in a band for like because usually k-pop they kind of retire in their early 30s so and i think some of the members are now in their 30s so i don't know how many years left they have they're still popular if they're still gonna have fans that's what's interesting about social media now as well where it's like well you know before if a singer or an actor just wasn't in things anymore you wouldn't see them but with social media you can still carry on and if you've got an instagram account with millions of people following you you've still got impact so if you've seen seen the live concert when all of the fans have those little like lights they wave yeah, she's she's have one at the house and they sync up. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's cool. They yeah they 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 have one of those. At and the, house. Um, the fans yeah. 
make their own lyrics. So if it's like an instrumental, yes. they will then sing themselves. Oh, wow. That's so it's like a yes, duet. A between, yeah, yeah. It drives me crazy. I'm like, would y'all shut up so I can hear them? I don't want to hear y'all. <laughs> but see, I'm not, I'm not deep like mm-hmm. they are. So, you know, whatever. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's funny you're talking about groups, you know, the the sh- short a shorter uh, life um, because like it, early on like when I first started getting into K-pop and I was looking at and so I'd go to the girls like hey um, like girl groups so I like uh, hey I found a group that I like it's like okay what what is it I'm like it's four it's this group called Four Minute and they're like, yeah they're they're uh, they 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 broke up I'm like what <laughs> okay hey there's this other group um, I found a girl the girl group is called um. To anyone. And I, yeah, they broke up. I'm like, what? Doggone it. I'm like, and so now recently he's like, yeah, you know, I'm really vibing with this 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 woman group called a CLC. You know, I'm really liking their stuff. Yeah, they just disbanded. I'm like, doggone <laughs> it. Like everybody, every, so like, I'm not going to say that I like Blackpink because. <laughs> just in case. I, apparently me liking a group. Yeah, that that's the kiss of death for this group. But Apparently anyway, if so. I give them a seven year contract, because apparently after seven years, most bands break up. So just work wow. out when when you get into just check um how many years Blackpink's had a contract for when you can work <laughs> out yeah. what they're gonna do. But it feels like it's almost too controlling, but I, mm. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not like I said, I'm not deep into it like that, so I don't want to. This is the thing. What I find interesting is that it is so obviously a machine. I, I think it's more out there than you realize. Um, Reggie, in the UK, there was been this TV show called The Big Reunion, where they reunited uh, boy bands and girl bands and mixed gender bands from broadly the 90s and the early noughties and when you find out basically how much they were forced to tour and and all of that and how like in every, in every single one it's like and then we all went insane or then you know one of them started bullying and you're like oh wow i had no idea this was happening whereas i think it is at least quite honest and i i, I can't remember in, in which song maybe I'll, I'll i'll bring it up but there's one where they're like oh you, there's a youtube comment which says oh it's really good that the choreography oh dynamite it says um love how this choreography was not so hard compared to the others because it seems like the fight the management finally listened to Jin. <laughs> it's like oh god like that's that's such a depressing comment but, yeah. but i take it that bt uh, bts have more say than other bands because like uh, if you look at the uh who's written the songs most of the bands yeah. have written have co-written um and with the other band we're going to talk about i couldn't see any of the members at all contributing so i, I think a lot of the um the, the bts also produce tracks themselves and other bands so they seem to have a, a, a more um creative control than previous k-pop bands i think so reggie do you wanted to bring us in on your second sh- track from bts you talking dynamite we can you know just briefly i i don't really have a whole lot to say other than it's it's like um i tried to pick some stuff that because uh, I, like i said i really like uh, bts army i really like bts <laughs> I do not think they're overrated. We'll clip this uh, out, Reggie, and then you can use this, you know, to, to broadcast. Don't worry. You, all, when you say clip this out, all her was, I'm going to delete this. And so we're not going to, I'm going to delete select words. And all you're going to hear is, I, I hate BTS. I hate yeah. BTS. Yeah. Well, you've done it now, Reggie. Dynamite, to, in my opinion, was just one of those mediocre, or I, I like to say mediocre, like mediocre songs. Like, just like, well, it's whatever, you know, like, I, this doesn't do anything for me. Um, chore- choreography I did check out, it was okay, but the song was just like, whatever. So I threw that one in there. Yeah. So, Fran, we briefly touched upon this in, I think, mm. our best of 2020 episodes. Um, I hadn't listened to it since. And, and yeah, I, I sat down and I thought, yeah, this, whereas I think the other songs feel quite 
interesting at least even if you don't like it you know unique this feels like much more standard pop like this could be a Dua Lipa song a dance or dnc however you pronounce it song not necessarily a bts song and i think the video that you provided reggie it because it's 2020 so it's more recent it definitely felt more like they were running through the motions there isn't as much kind of personality and sparkle i thought uh compared to the other this is written by uh a guy called David Stewart. The Dave so, Stewart, or no, 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 no not not the Dave <laughs> Stewart. Not okay, yeah. A David Stewart and Jessica Agumba. So yes, yeah, so that's why it sounds completely different because none of the band are involved in it at all. So mm-hmm. you know, I guess this has just been dropped in for them specifically, specifically to try and you know t- tackle the UK and US market. I guess. Um, yeah, it, and it worked. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it did the job. But it's interesting. I mean, it's got guitars in it, which is quite rare from other songs that I've heard previously. But yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of a key change. No, and oh, me neither. It really annoyed key me. Change. It, it, I mean, this could be your vision, couldn't it, really? 100%. 100%. Okay, so what's your third song from the BTS list? I'll go with, uh, let's see, Boy in Love. That that That's another one um, that's, like Dynamite, just, just to me, mediocre. Just like, whatever. Like, it's nothing special to it in my ears. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, th- I threw that on there. So I got very confused, Reggie, because there's another song called Boy With Love. And that's what yeah. I thought it was initially. And because I listened to the song, I was like, oh, yeah. And then I saw the video and I thought, what the hell? <laughs> and I was like, oh, boy, boy in love. Sorry, because it's from this album called School Love Affair, School S-K-O-O-L. So, yeah, I when it started, I thought this is an unusually aggressive delivery and and guitars as well. And it's called Boy in Love. And I thought, okay, okay what, what's going on here? I don't, I don't think this is going to work. And I, I didn't like the beginning, but by the end I was sold. I think because there's this kind of more pop chorus, it's a nice contrast and there's very nice harmonization. So, so yeah, I was, I was actually sold by the end. Were you sold? Fam? Yeah. So when I first listened to uh, this, I got the wrong track and I got the one of Halsey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Halsey. So, oh, that's just good. so yeah. So I quickly had to, to play it again, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's got high energy. It's got the mix of English and Korean. Um, this actually reminds me of Lincoln Park. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Can you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I think there is new metal. I think on uh, on the underrated band as well. I made that point of like it was like new metal with R and B with with hip hop, like mixing and it all in. So, but why is there a Crazy Frog collaboration in the end? A what? <laughs> I didn't he, notice. That, that, he goes ring, 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 doesn't he? <laughs> and it's like a car um, starting sound. <laughs> I didn't even pick Maybe, up on that. Uh, well, I, mean, I picked up on that massively, but so there you go. That <laughs> that stood out for me a little bit. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, it it was good, but I prefer the song with Halsey. Uh, well, you see, I prefer this one because I actually quite like Halsey, and I remember listening to Boy with Love, and I remember there was a point where I think they performed it on something like a Jimmy Fallon or the MTV Awards, something mm. like that. And she's singing in Korean, which is all very impressive. But I, I again, like with the Charlie XX song, I'm like, ugh, you know, I'm, I don't like it as much. I, I prefer Boy in, Boy in Love to, to Boy with Love, I must say. Well, that's fine. Okay. As long as we both like boys, it's, it's <laughs> that, That's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really enjoyed uh, the the video because it's, it's much more lo-fi, like you can barely hear the music in it. And there's a, a very, you know, nice and earnest YouTube comment, which is, this is why BCS is so different from the rest of the K-pop groups. You can see the hunger for success in all their eyes as if they've got something to prove to the world. Most people think they're just some sort of overnight success, but they don't realise just how hard they've worked for everything they have now. Truly remarkable. Because, yeah, this is from 2014. I I thought BTS were from, like, 2019 tops. But, no, mm. they've been doing this for ages. 
Yeah, when I went on Wikipedia, I, I thought, okay, this would be short. They've been around for, what, two years? And I was like, holy moly, this is like literally scrolling through. I had to give up after a while. And I, I thought, I'm not even going to dabble with the solo careers. Like, they must const- they must literally release an album every six months, either by themselves or with the band. It's insane. I mean, yep. once again. And tour the world. It's like, well. It's a machine. It's a machine. It is a machine. And the next song from the machine, Reggie, is... <laughs> Mic drop. And again, I... I hate to even put that on there um, because I really like the song. The choreography is amazing. The choreography to Mic Drop is 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 outstanding. Um, and but I had to. I was running out, so I had to pick <laughs> put something. <laughs> so I mean, I'm like Mic Drop. Every everybody, most people will have at least heard of Mic Drop. So I'll, I'll I'll put that one in. But again, I like the song. The choreography is amazing. I, I agree. I think the choreography is amazing. And this was actually the first one I listened to. So it really, it really blew me away. And it was really funny to see the video where they've all, I presume, have their names on their jumpers. So you can, mm. you can see who they are. And yeah, like, you know, it's, it's very simple, but this one feels, the, the video feels very, very real. You know, they, they've got nice expressions. And yeah, it, because it was the first one I listened to, I was like, whoa, this is way more hip hop than I was expecting. And then it changes quite dramatically to become electronic. Then the hip hop vocals come back and there's this kind of weird vocoder thing going on. And uh, yeah, I think the video is like five minutes long. It's just, I, I was just like, this is a pop song. This is what's selling, like incredible. More of this, please. Uh, but I, I actually hadn't heard it before, before your list, Reggie. How do you, Fran? No, I never heard it. Or the uh, the Steve is it is it Aoki remix? Oh, Steve Aoki, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that would have helped mm-hmm. bring it to a Western uh, audience. Um, yeah, I like the the fear synth motif. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, this is the first track I heard on the Spotify playlist, and I was like, oh, this is not dynamite. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a whole new bag. And yeah, yeah. Do they sing an auto tune at some point? It's, yes, it's, I think they do. It's, mm-hmm. it's heavily, yeah. And I like, I like the bit when I think they go, I try, I try, near the end. It's like a, it's like a big climatic ending, which mm-hmm. I enjoy. But um, for some reason, it reminds me of Drop It Like His Heart, Drop It Like His Heart. <laughs> and that got in my head the entire time. And I thought, have I even sampled it? But no, they haven't. But I don't want them to be sued at all. But um, yeah, it's a little bit like that. I, I, I agree with you. And it makes sense if, uh, if, if like you both say, they're, they're into that kind of that kind of hip-hop mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. i was too busy listening to them talk about spoons so i think this is from the first verse the translation is yeah who says my spoon is dirty i don't care when i grab the mic i have several gold spoons several uncooked steaks over there make me mad once again i'll chew you all up on the night of the stars wow, <laughs> hey. wow. are they aware of the aware of the other connotations of uh, a dirty spoon <laughs> i don't think so i mean is this yeah i i don't i don't think so uh but yeah, you, you you probably didn't hear it here first. BTS loves spoons. <laughs> <laughs> and other kitchen, uh, let's say, um, accessories. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, I think we're in your last song of the of the list, Reggie. Uh, this is the one that had BTS stuck in my head. Like I said, it was a Samsung uh, commercials used extensively, at least here. I, I don't know why I was targeted so much. With this it's a conspiracy. Ad. It must be, and you know, maybe because I was looking for, I was about to switch, and but needless to say, Samsung. I did not go with Samsung phone. I went with the Google phone. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Maybe it was Google that was doing that. Like we're gonna make you hate Samsung, so you'll get a <laughs> Google phone. I don't know, but yeah. So the song is called Butter, and all I all I was getting hit was sidestep right now. I like oh, please. No mas, no more. I cannot. 
you made me hate the song and I've never even heard the song other than that part. So what what a swing of emotion. <laughs> That's the whole reason why BTS is is uh so good job, Samsung. Oh, there we <laughs> go. And actually you singing just now, Reggie, reminded me of This Is America by Childish Gambino. So who knows? Maybe, maybe he well, maybe they took from from there. But yeah, this is a completely different song. I wrote there's Bruno Mars, David Guetta vibes. There's a rap in the middle, which makes it more interesting. And actually, I got a bit of a 90s vibe. Again, Fran, I was thinking S Club and Five. There's some ooze in there mm-hmm, that reminded mm-hmm. me of, you know, the kind of British pop bands that used that in the 90s. And yeah, I can appreciate the production and I can imagine dancing to this at a wedding, but I didn't say this one to, to the library. It wasn't it wasn't so much for me. They um, said this is inspired by uh, Michael Jackson's Smooth Criminal and Usher's You Got It Bad. Right. I okay. think they even name check those tracks during it. And the song is about, you know, them being smooth, calm guys. That's what Bring Butter is about, guys. I wouldn't know any of that info. <laughs> no, nope, that's, that's what I'm here for. I'm more of a Marjorie fan myself. Um, but, Reggie, do you find that they sound American when they rap? They seem to have, uh, a, a, like, I don't feel like, I don't know, obviously, when, you, when British um, hip-hop started, it was basically watered-down American hip-hop, and it took... Britain maybe a few decades to find their own sound and I don't know if maybe Korea has found because they seem to to me they seem to be singing American accents which I find interesting yeah because because a lot of them well I don't I I don't BTS members some of them know English it might be maybe just one well, I, I watched the beginning of the BTS carpool karaoke thing, which my neighbor Koku recommended. And I think, yeah, there's definitely mm-hmm. different levels because they talk about how one of them learned English by watching Friends and they sing the Friends theme tune for, <laughs> for a little bit. But they do some covers. They do some covers of English language songs in there as well. So Yeah, um, I, I don't know whether it's um, that's an interesting question. And I, I don't know whether it's just because of the um, the music style. I think that's one of the things that makes Blackpink so popular as well is that as I was telling my girls it, it's so the music production style is familiar at least here in the US like it's 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 very familiar um hip hop slash pop slash it's it, it's great great production then they have catchy hooks that you can get with then they're cute and it's just like okay it, this is all very familiar to what I already know and like so um I like it and so I think that might be in my at least in my mind with with bts when they doing some of their raps and like the other group that we're going to talk about like um maybe just because it's familiar Mm. that it it might seem like that to me um as well Uh, that's a very good question though Mm. um and the production style is very familiar as well to what i'm used to over here so but again you know if they are if they are influenced by 90s hip-hop they're going to naturally be copying the idols a little bit maybe so maybe to them it feels more natural to to rap in that kind of voice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good point. I, I will just add that um, in the video, there's a guy who hasn't done up the uh, bow on his tracksuit trousers and it really stressed me out. I thought he was oh, going to no. trip because they were so long. I thought he was going to trip out over them. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think they do name check some songs, Fran. That makes sense now because what I pulled out of the lyrics are smooth like butter, like a criminal undercover, go and pop like trouble breaking into your heart like that. Cool shade stunner. Yeah, I owe it all to my mother. So there we go. <laughs> Well, you've educated me because I haven't watched the video and I don't know the lyrics. Except, <laughs> that's, that's all I know. <laughs> that's Although, all I'm going to know. I think Google has won because Google owns YouTube. 
So therefore, yeah. you bought you bought a Google phone through their evil advertising. Oh, well, there it we go. It was a conspiracy oh. all along. <laughs> conspiracy all along. <laughs> so Reggie, despite picking BTS as overrated, I imagine that you you don't actually think they're overrated, or or am I wrong? I do not. Okay. They're insanely talented, and uh, as I was I was refreshing my memory with some of the stuff that I sent, and I that's what I was like, wow, these these guys are really talented. So, and my daughter, so that that's how it started out. Like, um, so one daughter. Uh, was really into BTS. The other one gravitated more toward another group called EXO. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of like, ah, so those were the songs that I would mostly uh, end up shazamming and pulling down and, and adding into the mix. So um, she was very, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, you know, I don't, she's like, make sure you tell them that, you know they're not over i'm like i know i know i know it's it's the later stuff and it's the it's their newer stuff and it's their american stuff or their english stuff that's you know there it's that's whack but mm -hmm. you know they're not i'm like i know i know the earlier stuff is good it's just like you said just oversaturated it's too much non-stop work non-stop putting out songs mm -hmm. there's only so much you can do so you're you're only human so is there much diversity between each band like because because they're so media trained and have been told to speak in a certain way. Can you see the personality between its bands? So obviously, when we were younger, you know, New Kids on the Block were, were quite different to, I don't know, the Backstreet Boys or Take That. But looking at this for a short time, I can't see the bands being very different in like personality or, or image or anything. They all seem to be pretty similar. Yeah, I, I could see why you'd say that. And um, I, I feel like in their early, because I, I went back to like some of their, like when they first or getting out there and they're mm. having to do all this promotional stuff yeah they do seem like very there's like zero personality um with a lot of these groups male and female um and then as they go along i guess you get just human nature you get used to what you're doing and you get comfortable and then you you, you more of your personality comes out yeah going back and look at earlier stuff uh like some of their radio stuff see yeah they, it's it's yeah there's there's so much content out there like when when i was looking at the video on how to pronounce their names there was a video which is like each member of bts uh acting like their start sign and i was like oh my god that's quite i think that's quite niche but then i had like probably i don't know a, bit, a million views so i think because yeah there's like, like fran was saying about the merchandise and stuff like that there are the people there who are going to pull these videos together and and emphasize whatever and then you pick your favorite and you can discuss their personality traits but yeah i mean despite despite the cynicism and despite the, the clear success i mean they seem to me to be the k-pop front runners i would i have difficulty calling them overrated because i like you said reggie they're extremely talented the the way in which the choreography is part of the of the music and they all clearly work so hard on the singing and the dancing you know there's there's not like a uh, a weak link there. I do kind of feel they they deserve the success. Do you, do you agree, Fran, or a bit more nuanced? Well, yeah. If you compare them to you know my generation, then they're, they're they're far more talented mm -hmm. than the boy the boy bands we grew up. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, like a dance routine in the nineties was clap, <laughs> clapping a hand and turning round. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so but I just anything I put off by is is are they are they the Amazon of the music world? You know, are they too big? Is there too many people behind them? Are they, you know, are they secretly evil? And that's, that's the only thing I'm, I, I worry about. It's like, you know, I, I do wish that they had, I don't know, if, if they could control themselves a bit more, it does feel like it's they're being constantly pushed by an evil empire to take over the world. 
Yeah, and I mean, uh, so my my neighbor Koku, when I was chatting about um, K-pop, she sent me an article from the Guardian saying that South Korea is under pressure to crack down on cyberbullying because two celebrities died this week due to due to cyberbullying. I think yeah, they're they're hyped up and uh, and then yeah, kind of released to the wolves. And I think even if you are you know media trained and, and prepared for mm. it, it's uh, yeah, it can be, You're it can human. be very difficult. You're yeah, human being. They're human beings. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, aren't they called idols? Aren't they? They literally are called idols, and mm-hmm. apparently, you know, they have to act a certain way. Like if one of them was caught doing any drugs, they would be mm-hmm. like sacked instantly. Mm-hmm. That's they they have to be put on a pedestal and they have to act a certain way for and doing that every day for like what seven years. That's hard, mm-hmm. and and I've noticed that certain members like take a step back occasionally mm-hmm. especially in the band we're about to talk about i think they've yeah. lost a couple of members and maybe it's maybe it's that but maybe they can't cope mm-hmm. with you know constantly having to think or say certain things throughout their career you know hey podcast lovers now available a new podcast experience featuring exclusive miniseries like food babes and all new series that takes a fun look at everyone's real first true love food Milky Way Marvels, a lighthearted astronomy series where we explore the fascinating wonders of our galaxy. Pop culture icons, an entertaining, nostalgic look back at various nouns in popular culture, plus more. Relax, enjoy, listen, laugh, and maybe even learn. Podcast, presented by Sonic Embassy. Now streaming everywhere you listen. Access quick links to your favorite places to listen now at solo.to slash sonic embassy. Underrated. I think let's get into the underrated act because, I mean, we talked about BTS being a machine, but this is on another level. So, Reggie, who are we talking about as the underrated act? Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. So, and I just made this this realization last summer. I was going through, like I said, I I make my own mixes. I was going through at home. I was going through my my music folder, and I realized I'm like, wait a minute. And I was looking at all the like some of the K-pop groups that I had downloaded, and I'm like, hold up, I really don't have a lot of BTS. I have um, mostly EXO, and I have mostly NCT. And I'm like, and actually I had the same number of songs for those two. So I'm like, apparently, subconsciously, these are the two groups that I favor. Mm-hmm. So, and then, so I, then I was like, you know what, huh? So I started to like, just kind of go back and like re-listen to stuff. And I'm like, you know what? It's very close, but I think I favor NCT. And then now there's offshoots, um, you know, NCT 127, NCT U, NCT Dream. I like, I don't care about all of that. I guess I lean NCT 127. I guess that's the core. But um, NCT, NCT 127 is is uh, underrated in my opinion. Now, my daughter, my one daughter said, make sure you say NCT is not underrated because in, in some countries, she said NCT is the number one K right. pop. Okay boy band in some countries so make sure you say they're underrated to you <laughs> and i'm like well of course yeah you know because i like them so you know that you know they need more they need more love so. well i've never heard of them so me neither kind of <laughs> boom see all right now we're talking yeah i i'd never heard of them <laughs> fran do you want to to profile them or yeah. well, I'm, i can't i can't 
I don't really know enough about the Neo Culture Technology 127, which is the uh, Longitude and Soul, I believe, oh, is where they got right. the name from. Right, okay, didn't know that. Um, I think they have nine current members because one, I think Win Win, has taken a step back. But did you read that they're part of the bigger NCT universe oh, yeah. with 23 members? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, yeah, it's a bit like the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, you know, if I lose one, there's a, a billion others to back him up with. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we're talking about the one two seven from Seoul, I believe. Apart from one track, which is NCTU, I believe. Blind <laughs> Um But yeah, they are slightly different because they are more of an international group. So like Mark's from Canada, Johnny's really? from America. Glad you did um, your research. Yeah, yeah. Utah's from Japan and Women's from China. Obviously, they're all you know Korean um, heritage. Um, but yeah, so I think. Two of them can speak perfect English, which I guess helps mm-hmm. um, it, when, you're, when you're, you're being food in America. They've been going for maybe, what, five years? Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, they are starting to take over BTS in some territories. And I think they seem to be a lot bigger in America. In the UK, I've not heard a peep from this band mm-hmm. at all. So maybe they're, they're conquering each country at a time. Well, <laughs> what did you know? Well, I just, you know, I know what I read on uh, on Wikipedia basically because I mean they have, so it's it was created by SM Entertainment as a boy band and yeah I've I've got twenty three members ranging in age from late teens to mid twenties divided into four different subunits and including one called Wavy which is in China and there's a new one coming uh, called NCT Hollywood so you know I think <laughs> them they can do NCT Bournemouth and then they can come to the UK. But yeah, so you have all these different subgroups, but then they do come together. So they've they've released three albums as NCT. But yeah, just the, the language that's used, it's like the label planted debut, a new boy band that would fall in line with their culture content strategy. <laughs> One that would contain an unlimited number of members that would debut in separate subunits. I mean, Christ, it is very sort of robotic. So yeah, I think reading reading that before getting into the music, I thought, oh God, is, is it going to be really, really boring? Not at all. Not at all. So... So yeah, Reggie, introduce us to NCT one two seven slash you. What's what's the first song on the list? Oh, slash dream. Slash dream. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I, as I mentioned, J Hope uh, one verse mm-hmm. from BTS that led me to search for BTS, which led me to Silver Spoon or Babe Say, um, and sorry, computer's uh, freaking out over here, um, and then. On the side, I was as I was looking at that dance cover, Fire Truck. There was a song called Fire Truck, and it was a dance practice. And I'm like, oh, and I wasn't even paying attention. I was like, oh, this is another BTS. So I, you know, I didn't read. I just was like, oh, here's another one. Let me let me check that out because I was like into it. Like, okay, like I'm liking this. And Fire Truck, and from the from the getting lifted, you know, and and gets into it, and they had so much energy. The song was just banging. Whoop 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 whoop. I was just like. Oh man, this is this is like the choreography is just top notch. Still one of my favorite um, dance practice videos of of all the groups that I've watched uh, and all the songs that I've watched. This fire truck is just high level high level energy. I remember some of the voice like some of the voice. I'm like these guys don't look like those voices <laughs> should be coming out of them because because <laughs> I mean, some of these voices are like so deep and rich. And I'm mm-hmm. like I like what. Like you don't look like that should be coming out of you like that, but uh, yeah. So that that and I watched those Silver Spoon and Fire Truck. I watched those so many times, and then it kind of just branched off from there. So yeah, those are the three songs that the catalysts 
that got me into cable. Yeah, I I thought this was really funky. I enjoyed the kind of siren effects and the woo woos going on. Uh, there's some synths. There's an electric bass. I think there's like a, a bridge at some point, like in the break, it breaks down after mm. the course. That I didn't enjoy so much, but um, overall, I I really like the song. The choreography is incredible. When they pick him up to lift him and, and spin him around, that was that was really fun. And and yeah, it's just as professional as the later BTS videos. And I think this is from from 2016 so yeah they, they already had yeah, it going on it was their early yeah. stuff have you yep. seen have, have you seen the official i haven't so tell perhaps. us one what what is it um i don't know what's happening <laughs> so it's it so it's part <laughs> exactly them doing, it's part of them doing a dance routine and then the second part is them in a caucasian school with fire hoses just firing a hose at children and I don't understand. Like no one's having a good time. And like, is this setting the song to anyone? <laughs> yes, it's a fire hose. But why are you destroying well, children's do you lives? Know what? If, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there. It might be about climate change because the lyrics, the, the lyrics <laughs> really? that I've got are, "Where are you looking at, Mr. Fireman on the floor? Let's make a fire. I'll cool down this heat. This place is getting hotter and hotter. So it, it, you know, it could be, it could be that humans, humans are destroying. You know, yeah, white people more than any others are destroying the world. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Let's like, go, go for that. That's um, the interpretation. <laughs> To flip you, I enjoyed the middle eight. That's that's the bit I I preferred. Apart from that, I kind of I put down this is like forgettable clubbing music from my early (laughs) twenties. But that I would pretend to like to impress girls. Interesting. But it's an interesting it's an interesting inspiration. I hope they choose other emergency vehicles later (laughs) on in their career. The ambulance song. but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what order you've got, Reggie, but I mean, given uh, there's definitely about there's definitely a violent streak with uh, with one of the, the other songs called Cherry Bomb. Right. They they clearly that's, want to talk let's about get, let's get into it. So, yeah, that that's that's definitely one of my favorites as well. Um, and just uh, like I'm the biggest hit mm-hmm. on the stage, like just just so and that's another one that the choreography. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. second. So. Was I the only person who thought they were saying I've got the biggest dick on stage? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think that's Carry definitely on. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I can honestly say that I've never heard that, but now I can't. You're welcome, Reggie. So, uh, You're welcome. <laughs> yes, yes. Ruining my adulthood here. Uh, no. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, that's another one that the, the, the choreography was just, and it's one of those songs that I would put in the mixes a lot, and I but I wasn't paying attention to who who did it like because i never really paid attention to who the groups were i'm like oh that's a song i like shazam download put it in a mix like i don't care who sings it um and so but it was like last summer i just was like going through and so now i'm really starting to pay attention to who did what so now i'm like a huge nct fan and this this one the choreography is just like oh man amazing yeah the video is intense um so Apart from me getting the main hook wrong, um, what 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 is your opinion on uh, when you're happy and you know, clap your hands? Because it kind of remember you the edge of the song for me a little bit in this beat. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I think the production's great, but like uh, the previous track, I actually prefer the sections when they're singing. Mm-hmm. It's got like a Backstreet Boys vibe to it. It's like kind of like, but overall, I got after a minute or so, I kind of got a bit tired of the whole track, unfortunately. See, yeah, I I think. Yeah, the I'm the biggest hit, I'm the biggest hit on the stage just got absolutely stuck in my head. And I was really intrigued how it started because it's just with these, again, very aggressive voices. 
uh, before going into this like very strong baseline with a with a you know a simple drum accompaniment and then some some synths. I enjoyed the progression, like you, Fran, for once. I enjoyed the more melodic middle because I think again it kind of calm, calmed it down a little bit. Um, the lyrics are a little bit questionable because they say if you want to roll inside our if you want to if you want to roll inside with our clique, then lay your pretty hand in my hand. Give it a give it a kiss. <laughs> so 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 there we go. But yeah, I think mm, mm, I think maybe mid mid range for me. I, I think I enjoyed Fire Truck more, but I definitely enjoyed the video, which is in black and white. Um, I like how it's definitely in this one, the guys are all given little individual roles. So at the beginning, they're all individually reacting to, to those strong voices. And then the guy in the white baseball cap, as I call him, does a little kind of solo moonwalk se section and all the other guys are, are backing him up in the background. It was very satisfying. Um, so yeah, that was definitely one of my favorite dance practice videos. Can the audience like copy the music? Is it too complicated yes. for the fan base? No. <laughs> And that's another thing. Um, no, that that's so what you do. And this is another thing I love to do. Um, so you do you look up, OK, whatever song dance. So Cherry Bomb, NCT Cherry Bomb mm -hmm. dance practice, then NCT dance cover. And so people from all over the world will do covers. And it, it, the big thing right now is to do it in public. Oh <laughs> so God. they'll do these dance covers in public. They'll have they'll have costumes on. Um, it's just amazing. And they. They kill it. That's another thing I like to do is is like, okay, give it a couple. If the song just drops, you know, give it a month or so, give it a couple weeks, and then go back and see who's posted some dance covers. And some of them do like a really amazing job at at it. So it's really fun to do. And is that on TikTok? Is it a lot of that? Uh, no, YouTube. No, just, oh, really? just yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm still trying to learn the floss. <laughs> Uh, that's where I'm at right now. I think I can hard. do the macarena, and that's about it, really. But uh... <laughs> so, in about 10, 15 years, and you, know, you guys will uh, <laughs> we'll be yeah. dancing a cherry bomb. <laughs> There's a slight delay there, uh, but uh, you know, no. we're, we're we're fine with that. We can, we can cope with uh, with that. You know, then when it's underrated, we'll yeah, nah. we'll bring it back. But yeah, but yeah. So, what's your next song on the list, Reggie? Kick it. Um, let me introduce you to some new things. This this song I just discovered, I think, last year. Um, I'm always late. I'm I'm late to everything. Um, and well, actually, I was surprised when I went back and looked at some of the dates, like Fire Truck and Silver Spoon. All those, I was pretty pretty on time mm -hmm. with it. It had just released, and like Blackpink, all this kind of happened at the same time. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, Kick it. I was late. All the rest of these, I was late. Uh, well, no. Well, kick it, I was late. And um, that's another one where you just look at the, 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 to me, the song, it reeks of this should be live. Like, it just sounds like it should be live with the live band. And, you know, then you look to choreography, just another, that's another reason why I love NCT is because even though it's a machine and probably the same choreographers are working, you know, with all of them, but something about them, it was very good selection very good combination i think there is with 127 there's some redundancy with some of the members like they, there's probably one or two members too many <laughs> they're kind of redundant but they did such a good job putting them together and their choreography is always just on point and these guys are super duper talented so um kick it is just another one of those high energy fun you see other groups male and female have uh done their versions of the choreography song you can look that up as well and then it's just it's a great song um have you heard their law by the prodigy uh -uh. 
Listen to the guitars from that, and it sounds like exactly the same as Kick It. I don't know if oh, they've cool. been inspired by Vet, by the Prodigy. Um, yes, yeah, so Babs mentioned the lyrics earlier, and yeah, this is about Bruce mm-hmm. Lee having yeah. having a bad day. I think. Or is it being inspired by Bruce Lee to base kick swinging? <laughs> Do some base base kick swing. <laughs> it's like left punch, right punch, yeah. pow. But yeah, the, the, the official video is uh, again bonkers because it has them doing you know Bruce, Bruce Lee style dancing, and then it just cuts to each member just posing. <laughs> nice. For like for too long. <laughs> but I guess that's just, you know, I guess what the fans want. So to, for me, it was. It was, a, it was a mix. It was a mix. But I mean, it is a mix. I think this is the most diverse song of all of them because you've got a, an aggressive new metal star I've written, then some very modern trap beats come in, then there's a total shift and it goes into R&B, and then later on there's even like a drum and bass section. So I'm just like, this should not work, but it does. I mean, to me it does. To me it does. But I, I have to say, Reggie, I think this was the one for me that was the most let down by the da- dance practice. I think because the music is quite tinny oh. and difficult to listen oh, to. Oh, yes. Um, but not only that, I, yeah, I, yeah. I felt like it's it's such, 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 such a high energy song. And again, having watched everything else, I, fe- I felt like the choreography here didn't match the energy of the song. But maybe I think it's a difficult song to choreograph to. And it must be a difficult song to dance to because of all those shifts. So maybe they've deliberately slowed it down. But now now I'm intrigued to go and watch the, the official music video from. Yeah, maybe I'll get more out of it. Be, be interesting to see it live as well, to see what they, how they perform this live. Have, have you seen them live, Reggie? Not in person, but yeah. So that's the other thing. So what will happen is when the, when a new song is released, they'll usually, and I can't forget, I, I forget what it's called. Maybe it's Comeback Stage or something. I, I can't remember. But yeah, so you can find um, the live like right after, not long after a song is released and they, they do the dance practice video, there's a live version. And here recently, since the pandemic, it's been, I believe it's been without an audience, but it'll still be like live. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to watch that just to hear them sing because that's that's what I, when I see something live, I want to hear you sing live. All these beautiful harmonies that mm-hmm. are pre-recorded. I want to hear, can you do that live? Or are you going to do that live? And that's unfortunately one thing about, the majority of K-pop live stuff that I've listened to, there's, there's, because they're so focused on the overall performance that the vocals are like secondary. It's all about everything else, uh, especially the dancing. So, it's this, the singing, the live singing is kind of put to the, to the back. But yeah, they, um, what you see in the dance practice is exactly what you see on the live okay. uh, stage. It's amazing. Do they have it's to amazing. have like a five-minute sit-down for a track <laughs> when you see them live? Like, what are they? On? I don't know. I, it's... <laughs> Exactly. I don't know, but uh, I've never seen them like a full concert. But uh, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that can attest to that. But <laughs> man, I don't know. I wonder that same thing myself. So much energy. I mean, when I see Watch Stewart live, he has to go off stage and have oxygen, and he's just singing. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I need to check out uh, their live performances to see you know if they can carry a whole 90 minute performance. Without someone, you know, falling off stage or having a hernia, like anything, you know, like uh, yeah, very, very bizarre. But I, but I guess that's why win is it win win. I think it's win win has uh has taken a back seat for twenty twenty one apparently. So to your next track, um, Reggie. Yeah. So this one, uh, I again late, uh, well somewhat late. Um, it's it's a song called Gimme Gimme. And so uh, I think it was I was laying in bed one morning and I just YouTube, and it 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 popped up and I was like, oh, okay, let me, let me check this song out. Um, and from the first, the, 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 the first beat, I was like, oh my goodness. And then, 
I, of course, I, so I'm like you, Fran, uh, um, Babs, I, I listen to the song first, and then if there's a dance practice, I'll mm-hmm. go to that first so I can like kind of know the song. And so I did that, and then I watched the choreography, and it's, I was just like, man, they just, they killed it. They, they just, the, the song is just banging, okay? And then so I, I, my daughter number one, I was like, later on that day, I was like, hey, have you heard that song by NCT? Because I'm always late. They always know everything before me. So I was like, hey, have you heard this? Like, no, I actually haven't. I was like, what? You mean I know something before you do? So she went and listened to it, and she comes back. Um, you know that's in Japanese, right? And I was like, what like yeah I didn't know that so, <laughs> so that's a Japanese song Oops. I didn't know that yeah I didn't I didn't know that when I was listening to it because I don't know Korean but they they pretty much know Korean they can read it pretty well and everything but she's like yeah that's that's Japanese and then I looked it up I'm like oh yeah that is a Japanese uh this is a Japanese song so I didn't even know that but just gimme gimme oh I was just like what this song they just destroyed every other k-pop done everybody else just pack your stuff go home this song is a banger. So, in my opinion, of course. <laughs> yeah, because um, themselves and, and BTS release different albums in Japan as well at the same time. So yeah. they, they have they, they, there's there's three or four different markets they're constantly at- attacking. So, yeah, it's like the pace is absolutely insane. So I had no idea this was in Japanese. Me neither. Um, no. I I thought it sounded a lot like a Britney Spears Toxic era <laughs> in in production. Mm-hmm. And also has another sort of like alarm motif yeah. in the background, like me. I again, I I enjoyed it, but I don't think I would go back to it. It, it wasn't anything to to jump out and and, and, and grab me, um, unfortunately. With gimme gimme. Yeah, I'm sorry to disappoint you and your daughters, Reggie, but I think this this one was my my <laughs> least favorite. Even though, okay, I have to say I liked all all of the songs, um, but it's it's quite an unusual one. The the electronic beats and synths are strange, but I I still liked how it built and how it breaks down post chorus, and I think the harmonies are, are great. So we haven't really talked about harmonies that much, but in in a lot of these songs, they're they're incredible. Um, and there's some more great lyrics. Uh, when I realized my feelings, things were too late, so addictive, incurable, spicy disease. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but yeah, and I think choreographically, again, of course, still amazing. But it seemed the most unpolished. Like there's a there's one guy who just keeps, I think, having a break. <laughs> he just keeps going off to one side, and it's like, yeah, fair enough. This must be a very difficult song to dance to. Yeah, well, if you notice, that's what that they all kind of do. Sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, depending on the camera angle, they'll still be in the shot. Sometimes they'll come and walk forward mm-hmm. to get out yeah. of the shot. But that's just kind of how the, the dance practices are, or the, the the choreography is constructed. Reggie, which track can you dance along to the best? <laughs> uh, I don't dance. <laughs> I, I don't dance. No, I um, yeah, no, I I appreciate the art form and the the athleticism involved in dance, but that, that's not what I do. I'll, I'll move. I'll move. Stay in the box. There's a box, and I move my feet around this box, and that's where I'm gonna stay. <laughs> you can wave a little light thing back and forth. Yeah, in exactly. I'm I'm very exactly. similar. I have to say, yeah, I I love watching dance. Like I'll even go and watch sort of you know ballet and modern dance, but I'm I'm there. Like wow, how do they do it? Because I think just the way the way all the different individual body parts moved. I'm like I I didn't know you had a muscle there, but yeah, you know, this was yeah. This was my least favorite. It was st- I still it's still a good song. So so there we go. Oh yeah. man, uh, that, that, <laughs> that's, that's okay. We have we have one more, like Reggie. We have one final one. Okay, yeah. So I had to go because this was very difficult um, t- 
to to choose because so many of the stuff that I've I've come across I've liked and not everything like they just dropped a new album with all of them I think it's called Universe or something like that but um mm-hmm. this is another song I, I don't remember which uh subgroup it was but it's just kind of different members from so I think this is NCT U possibly yeah is it, mm-hmm. is it you yeah okay but the song is called Round and Round it's a ballad and um there's no you know, this is an album cut, so there's no dance practice or anything mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that. Um, so that's why I sent you the color-coded uh, yeah. version. But um, just from, as I was going through some of the stuff off the, the newest album, I was, uh, I came across this one. I was like, oh man, this is like, just the chord progression, the melodies, there's some beautiful voices in there. I like the, this is actually one I kind of looked at the lyrics for. Um, English and uh, I was like, you know, this is this is this is cool. I kind of like the the lyrics of this as well. It was sweet. It's just uh, you don't know. I need you. This this guy, one of my favorite voices in in the group. Uh, I think his name is Jay Hune or something like that. He's he's got that deeper register and 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 kind of what you were talking about in Cherry Bomb when they hit the middle. Like he's that he's the one that was singing that mm-hmm. too. Um, or well, part of it and. Uh, yeah, this song is just it's, it's just very pretty and it's just stuck in my head. So it's very new. It's only been um, a month or two since oh, wow. it's been out a, as of this date. So yeah, this has got more of a, a typical boy band fare to it, isn't it? Really, um, there's there's no sort of like edge edgy raps at all happening in yeah. it. Um, there's a band called the Shrig Babes. You have a, a song called Round and Round, which I prefer. Yeah, I mean this was pop R and B. I yeah I like the smoothness yeah. of the chorus. I, I what I really liked actually was the the piano sounds contrasted with the voices because I think it is a sort of synth piano but you they get away with it. It almost sounds like a real piano contrasted with you know very electronic and very smooth production. So so I was a fan and yeah so this was the one Reggie right with the with a color coded video that that shows you what each one of them is singing and yeah it is it is about love lost. You know suddenly it's two thirty I can't fall asleep as always I think of you etc etc so yeah definitely showing some of the versatility of the nct universe in this one are this section more boy bandy like more singing than rap do you know um reggie what's the difference between nctu and then nct127 you know what to me i have no idea i know what you could you could read about but there's members and that's why I gave up because I'm like, yeah, I'm a, I'm NCT 127. And I was like, hold up. Well, but there's a song like Limitless and these other songs that I like that are technically NCTU. But then there's an, and they share members. So I'm like, well, I don't know. Do you think the, and the members seem to change. So I'm like, man, I don't know. Just if I like the song, I like this. <laughs> that's the conclusion that I've come to. I'm like, I can't keep up with however y'all are trying to construct this stuff. So I, I quit. I tried to choose a side. I tried to be tribal. And choose a side. Like, I'm gonna be NCT one two seven, and I was just like, I can't because the subunits whatever. have got you. Who cares? And that's that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy called Mark who seems to be in NCT one two seven, NCT Dream, NCT U, and he's now joined a super group called Super M. Wow. I think he was. Um, the girls told me he was. I think he was born here, or he he lived here in the Toronto, US. Toronto. Oh, Toronto. He's, he's okay. Canadian. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but yeah. So he seems to busy guy. Dive. Yeah, he's one of the main, <laughs> main, main rapper. But it's quite funny seeing, seeing Mark after all those like exotic names and <laughs> Mark. Yeah, and you know, th- this is one thing that I that I've come to appreciate about um, K-pop as well is because you know all the groups will have like a 
most of the groups will have like a rapper or two or three. Um, NCT, all of them kind of do it, but there's like two main ones. And, um, but it's so cool because like here, what I'm used to with hip hop, the rappers, you very rarely, they're not going to be out there dancing around, you know, they're, they're too cool for school for that. You know, it's like, oh, I'm too, you know, I got this image. I'm, 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 I'm whatever, I'm a thug, <laughs> whatever it is, but they're not going to be out there dancing around. And so what, one of the things that I love, well, Drake, he'll sing as well, but a lot of the rappers don't sing. Well, autotune has kind of changed that, but, but, um, they will, they can also sing. And so it's like this multi-talented entity these multi-talented people that i've grown to appreciate like wow these these this is this is pretty cool i i like to see the rappers dancing just as hard as the singers so <laughs> well uh if you watch the uh, pe 2000 you'll see puff daddy doing some awkward uh dancing. Oh, awkward robot dancing this is uh what we've <laughs> mm. been promoting recently it's, it doesn't enhance the song <laughs> at all but i listened to that uh, yeah i listened to that episode yeah in Jurassic Five, yeah, I listen so to much that. fun watching the videos. Really, um, definitely one of one of the most fun episodes. Yeah, no, I, I love it when there's when there's videos going on with it as as with this one. But yeah, are they underrated? Oh, see, yeah, this one I'm a bit more on the fence because I think they are huge. Um, they're they're absolutely huge. On the one hand, I would yeah. say they are underrated because I'd never heard of them. I enjoyed all of the songs to, to differing levels, but on the other hand, yeah, just the, the, the sheer pace and, and stuff that keeps coming out, you know, even if we haven't heard of them, if we hadn't heard of them yet, we would hear of them soon. So I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to stay on the fence for, for NCT. Yeah. It's hard. I, I can't decide if it's my age, <laughs> which means I don't know. It's like, do, haven't that heard of them because I'm in my forties, like am I no longer aware of pop culture or have they not made, made a, a big splash um, we had the Brit Awards in the UK yesterday, and they weren't on. They weren't part mm-hmm. of that um, charade, so maybe they haven't made it to the UK. So I guess they probably are underrated because they've got as much talent as BTS. So I can't see why they shouldn't be as big. Mm-hmm. I think I slightly preferred BTS out of the five songs I've heard because obviously I've only heard these five songs. So there could be some killer tracks I've not heard, discovered from both bands. So I guess yeah, NTS. I would say yeah. I guess yeah, underrated. There you go. Is there any other tracks you would have uh, added to the playlist? So there's a couple of tracks off their new uh, album. There's one called OK, mm-hmm. um, which is which is pretty dope. Um, let me see. And and the, like I mentioned, I referenced Limitless. But yeah, out of the ones I've heard, like I, I skimmed a couple off their album, a couple um, album cuts. And I was like, yeah, OK, a couple of these are kind of like typical me- mediocre. But um, most of the stuff that they release, I can't really say that there's one that I've haven't liked like uh stickers one that's lemonade it's another one that's um fairly more recent um yeah so i I could i could add i mean looking at looking at spotify bts bts are kidding it on spotify compared to like so like bts's bigger song is you know got over a billion plays compared to compared to cherry bomb's got 96 million But yeah, wow. but if you compare that to BTS, and they're into the billions. Although, but the NCT, I checked this before, they are all split up into their individual ones. So combined, it's more than you think, uh, but it's you, you're right that it's still not as much as BTS. Sidestep, right, left. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today, Reggie. Um, what would you like to promote? What would you like to plug? Um, well, I appreciate you're like one of our favorite guests oh, on you. the podcast. Um, <laughs> Talking about I, food. I appreciate it. Love, 
Yeah, you're you're you are a hit. <laughs> you are definitely a superstar on the podcast. Um, and I have so much. I'm like, it was so hard to to trim. We were talking about French fries. It was so hard. It's always so hard to cut to edit your stuff because you you there's so much info and so much great stuff. So I think I'm gonna do pull some of that off for a Patreon like oh, I'm stuff, on Patreon like finally scenes, like, yes stuff. love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you will be I haven't done it yet but um yeah uh but yeah so um I I have a podcast as well my freelance company is called um uh, freelance audio post-production company is called Sonic Embassy mm-hmm. and uh so I have a, a podcast that is called podcast presented by Sonic Embassy real great name there <laughs> very lazy but uh so within it we have uh i've established a couple of mini mini series um so there's one focused on astronomy it's called milky way marvels Mm -hmm. um there's a mini series focused on food it's called food faves uh there's one focused on popular culture which could be anything i call it we focus on various nouns in popular culture which be a person place or thing so uh, pop culture icons is the name of that one um, and then there's some more series that are, that are in development as well. So uh, it's it's really fun. It's very um, production intensive because that's what I do. I'm I'm an I'm an audio nerd, so I'm really all about the sounds and you know just making everything sound as professional as possible. Well, it is professional. So, <laughs> but I want you to be able to tell that it is professional. So um, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you for coming. I was just gonna say, do you want to maybe say share your social media handles so people can can follow Sonic Embassy? Sure. On IG at the Sonic Embassy, um, Twitter at Sonic Embassy. We're on Vero, uh, Facebook page, Sonic Embassy. So yeah. Yeah. Solo.to slash Sonic Embassy. That will just take you everywhere. Fantastic. Solo.to. Brilliant. Thank you so much for introducing us to K-pop. I I, I can't think of someone better to introduce us to novices as well. Someone who is a fairly recent convert is a novice novice too, too, but has, you know, (laughs) three very dedicated fans to, to help out. Yeah. I learned, I learned a lot and I, I feel like for the first time, like I have a foot in this world that I I didn't have before. But the sad thing is, is that, you know, as soon as we we get to know, they're all going to disband, be replaced. (laughs) I mean, I- apparently it's only the it's only the the female groups that I uh, have that effect oh, no. on. So uh, go figure. Oh no, oh, that's, <laughs> that's depressing. I mean, yeah, I, I think it was very telling in the um, NCT description that it's like all the members are in their late teens, early twenties. After that, they are disposed when they go to the boy band retirement factory. So <laughs> let's let's see. <laughs> yeah, I try not to see. I, I I've I've avoided the the depth of info of that uh because it kind of ruins it for me so oh, like... apologies <laughs> let's all go and join tiktok and learn some dances and follow them on youtube i think i definitely feel i mean actually a lot of the youtube comments were people being like oh my god i'm trying to learn this dance and it's so difficult so you know let's let's get inspired by by k-pop song and dance look at the dance covers i'm telling you it's these Groups are very there we talented. go. Look at the dance covers. It's very and uh, feel free to send us your yes. dance covers of uh, BTS or uh, please, yep. yes, please, please, much appreciated. Brilliant. Well, see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. So thank you for making it to the end. I can tell you that after we recorded this podcast, I listened to Fire Truck so much that I think it's going to become one of my top songs. I, to be fair, I was going through a bad patch and. 
Who would have thought that a more underrated cakewalk band would have been where I found solace? But thank you very much, NCT. And thank you, Reggie, for coming onto the podcast and letting us dip our toes into K-pop with him. So if you want to come and praise Reggie for his wonderful choice of music, you can do it via our social media. You can follow us at OU Music Pod on Twitter, at Overunderrated Music Pod on Instagram, or you can email us overunderratedmusicpod at gmail.com. Gonna go and listen to the BTS boys talk about spoons and think about life. See you on the other side.